Blog Talk Radio. Going down, this is The Damage Report Live Radio, episode 26. This is Jeff McConnell, your host, and joining me today is the host of Cage Side Submission, Stephen Reichel. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm awesome, brother. Just getting used to this great spring weather we're having today. <laughs> yeah. I took a photo about that. I told you about that, how first day of spring and we got snow here in central Pennsylvania. Love it. Love it. Not... Yeah, Mother but, Nature's uh, a bipolar, <laughs> being bipolar right now. Yeah. yeah, especially in Pennsylvania, it's bipolar. But uh, yeah, another uh, episode of the Damage Report Live Radio, and uh, today we're going to be joined by UFC bantamweight contender Jessica Evil Eye. You know, someone that uh, you know very well and a friend of the show. I've spoken with her before on here, and I was uh, lucky enough to join Stephen on his show, Cage Side Submissions. Uh, and speak with Jessica. So uh, before I get into the uh, MMA barn info, why don't you uh, give us a little information about Cage Side Submissions, what you're doing there, and uh, some of the things that we're doing together because you uh, enlisted me to do some interviews. So why don't you talk about that in the, the website and throw a quick shout-out to any of your sponsors while uh, we wait for Jessica to call in. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, you know, I, I... Just like you, you know, we have a, a blog show, uh, K-Side Submissions, every Thursday night from uh, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. You know, typically do, you know, you know, uh, three interviews or, or so on, on the show, have several fighters on. Uh, you know, you can uh, you can uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, CSS Radio. Also follow my, uh, my co-host, uh, uh, Rachel Blaze. As well on on uh, on, uh, on Twitter as well as uh, at Rachel Blaze and uh, you'd also catch us on uh, catch up with us on uh, the uh, Facebook as well. Just type in Cage Side Submissions, hit the page with a like. Uh, we are also available on uh, iTunes, uh, on, on Stitcher, the BJJ Video Vault app. You can also catch up with the uh, other links on uh, CageSideSubmissions.com. Um, cool. And uh, as far as anything else goes, as Jeff was mentioning, we're going to be uh, doing some uh, written articles on the website uh, uh, coming here shortly. You know, unless Jeff to do some writing for us, going to get some stuff up. Hopefully by the end of the week, you know, get get Jeff in some contact with some some of the uh, some of these fighters and uh, get some stuff going for him as well. Um, you know, big thanks to to all our sponsors and listeners who always. Uh, who always uh, show us love, you know, uh, uh, MMA Adnet is, uh, you know, wouldn't be able to do the show without them. Big shout out to uh, Jordan and everything he does. Um, Dumachi Clothing is uh, is another one one of our one of our sponsors. Just recently added um, MMA Roadhog to uh, to our, our growing list of uh, sponsors. Uh, 
Triangle Athletics, Martial Art Marketplace. Uh, you know, Desi does does a great job with uh, with with running that stuff. Martial Art Markets, basically, basically eBay for us martial arts en- enthusiasts. So you gotta love that. Uh, anyone else? I'm forgetting off the top of my head right now. Uh, 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 MMA signatures. I'm not forgetting about AJ. Man. That's what I was gonna say. You can't yeah. forget AJ. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just. I just got a, uh, a Jessica I signed uh, item from him. Uh, I purchased it off his eBay store. He got it. To, I bought it late on a Friday night. He got it out the next day, and it got to me Monday. So I mean, yeah, we both live in Pennsylvania, but still, it was. He got it to me really quick, very reasonable price. You know, so I'm adding to my uh, my collection of the stuff that Jessica sent me. Yes, yeah, so definitely some love to AJ at MMA Signatures. But uh, yeah, well. I do appreciate that. And like I said, uh, Stephen was saying, uh, I'm working on some interviews. Hopefully, uh, I'll kind of let the cat out of the bag on some of them there. We're, we're working on a, an Ian McCall one at the moment, waiting to get that information back so I can finish uh, the article. Also, still hoping to complete the uh, Charmaine tweet interview. Uh, you know, that's been the process there. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's Stephen's hooking up with some amazing people. We're trying to get those interviews done. And like you said, that's cagesidesubmissions.com as well as the other links for Cageside Submissions. Definitely check them out. I um, want to give a shout-out to my sponsor here. It's uh, Eddie the Dude Dowd, who will be my guest co-host next week. Uh, we're, right now we have a tentative confirmation for Charlie the Spaniard Brenneman. Um, he's supposed to be on the show with Eddie and I next week. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Uh, CD MMA 11, which is also Complete Devastation MMA here in Altoona. They're having an event next Saturday, uh, so hopefully we'll, Charlie will be able to make that. He's also doing a, a public appearance that day in uh, Holidaysburg, so hopefully we can pin him down and get him here next week. Um, but, yeah, go to shop.mmabarn.org. Sorry, shop.mmabarn.org. And if you uh, enter the promo code DAMAGE, D-A-M-M-A-G-E, you will get free shipping on what you can buy from Eddie at MMA Barn. Um, just uh, like I said, we're still waiting on Jessica to call in. I haven't, uh, she, she had uh, messaged me earlier today. I guess she, you said she messaged you also that uh, training got started a little bit late, and so she, we ended up bumping the show back to 11.30 instead of 11. So hopefully Jessica's able to... to get away from her busy training schedule and to call us. But uh, while we're waiting, um, I just wanted to mention, like about, I did say, uh, next What do you think about Invicta going back to, to Kansas City? I do like Invicta uh, going to, Well, I mean, I, I like it that they, they moved it around, but, uh, you know, Kansas City's their home. Uh, but what do you think about that? I mean, that's, I wish they would travel Abram, around I mean, a little more. Abram, but, hey, I, I'll take, I think my, my big thing about them is just they, they, they leave, leave a short window not just for their fighters, but even like us as media people, like, like you know, here we are. It's there. They literally just just announced the main event for that card, which is April twenty fourth. So, so now we're gonna have to run around and try to figure out how, how to support them. But you know, yeah. you're giving us less than two two to three weeks to be able to promote you. Imagine what the yeah. fighters are going through. You know, obviously they, yeah, they have the inside it. track and 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 know when when the, you know, you know what's going on more than we do, and they have to keep things closer to the vest. But you know, it's it's kind of rough when you know you only have you know four you know four or five weeks for for a training camp. I can imagine. 
Uh, Steve, not to interrupt you there, but I do see that Jessica's on. So without any further ado, I mean, obviously you know who she is. She's been on my show. She's been on Steven's show. We all know her. We all love her. Uh, so I'm just going to cut to the chase. And here we have UFC bandweight contender Jessica Evil Eye. How are you doing today, Jess? Hi, guys. Sorry I'm late. I just uh, finished up training. You are never late. You are here when you are here, and we do appreciate that. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, so how's everything in, in your part of Ohio? I'm here just a couple hours east of you in uh, the Altoona area, central Pennsylvania. We got snow for coming up on the first day of spring. How's it your way? Oh, man, it's nice. It's fine. Like, they they should have supposed to warm up now from this point on. So, I mean, it, I mean, it's a little overcast, but, no, it's it's actually not a bad, not too bad of a day. I feel like we're going to get the break I went to at sleep least on the news side. I went to sleep and it was nice, like you're talking about. And I woke up and we got six inches of snow, so I wasn't happy. <laughs> it's so unfair. We can have like some kind of cold front here through like the Midwest, though. And then it's supposed Hopefully to warm up. Hopefully, you missed that because. Yeah, I hope it doesn't hit. They did mention it though. They said that it might, it might like snow a little bit, but then be warm. So I mean, listen, I'm used to it. I live in Ohio. If I need warmth, I'll just get on a flight and leave somewhere. But. You know, home is home. I hear that. Um, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut to the chase on this because it was kind of breaking news yesterday, and I posted a video on my Instagram, and I saw you responded. I'll let you uh, give your thoughts on that. But apparently it, it hasn't been confirmed yet by the UFC, but, but there was news out there that they're talking about um, giving your title shot to Bej Torreya with Ronda down in uh, Brazil for, I believe, was it UFC 190? Um and I know that you have said in the past, you know, you, you feel that you've earned this title shot, and Steven and I agree, and that you said you're going to punch somebody if they don't give you the next title shot. So when you heard the news, what were your thoughts, and, you know, do you have any information that you can give us, you know, because it hasn't actually been confirmed by Dana or the UFC yet. It's still rumored. But uh, what are your thoughts on that in general and your thoughts of you being the best person to be the next uh, title shot? Regardless of when my chance is, be it now, be it later, be it whatever, the the next fight that I'm I'm going to be doing, it's it, no matter what fight it is, I'm I'm going to be a title holder. So it, it's like, I, I you know I can't comment on that. Like I, I there are some things in the works right now, and the UFC mm-hmm. you know is always good about letting the fans know as soon as things are finalized. And you know really for me, I'm just. I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing right now. I'm staying in amazing shape. I'm training all the time. I'm exhausting every avenue that I humanly can to make myself better and just I'm I'm doing all the things right. So when the UFC calls, be it be it for a title fight, be it for a regular fight, I can say that I was ready and I've done everything and it's it's my time. And I, I agree with that totally. Like you said, I, I posted that video. I tagged Dana. I tagged you. I tagged Rhonda because, like like I said the last time when we were on Steven's show, that I feel you are the best contender. You're the most qualified contender. You've earned it. And if anyone out well, there is going to beat Rhonda, I believe it's you. You know what? The, the really unfortunate thing, and the thing that I have to almost say that, like, is the most unfortunate part about it is that people that have followed my career – my there since the beginning, since knowing the the fighter that I am capable of and the fighter that I am, and that they've seen my fight, they they know that I'm I'm so ready for this. 
the, the new UFC fan, the, the person that just found out about me the day that I fought Sarah Kaufman, you know, those, those people are, don't know what my fight style is and they don't know what I'm capable of. So those are my doubters. But, I mean, I, I know I look right now, I look bad on paper. I'm one, one, and one, um, and it looks bad. And regardless of anything, people look at it as like I don't deserve it. But knowing that since the moment I walked into the UFC, I've, I've not gotten an easy fight ever once, and nor have I not shunned down from giving the fans what they want, and that's a fight. And, and good personality at that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't think anyone Steven, thinks you lack uh, personality in the division, Jessica. I think it's just a, a matter of, uh, you know, uh, you getting out there. Yeah, you pointed out that, you know, anyone who didn't pay attention to you before you got in the UFC, all they see is that you're 1-1-1 one, one, and, one, and that, you know, you technically you don't have a winning record and you shouldn't be fighting for the title. But in, my, in, in that same argument, you can make the same argument against against Betch because she she hasn't beaten anyone. She hasn't even fought anyone inside the top ten. Nor, nor, nor in her career in general, except for some people. You know what, and, and, and listen, I've, I've come to the terms that no matter what I do at, at, at this period, like I'll make myself crazy if I try to worry about what I'm not getting and just worry about what I am getting. And I know I'm not getting the attention that I feel that I deserve, but, but I am in a lot of other ways. I mean, the UFC is using me for so many, so many marketing things and, and using me for, for so many appearances and really wants me to speak with their name. I mean, they have me with their champion and, the, you know, this past weekend, and me and Rhonda were cool with each other. It was it was a fine gathering of both of us. We were both really cool. I mean, she told me I was cool people, you know, and that she couldn't have done it with anybody else. I mean, we all vibed really well. I mean, look, you know, there's not she's not the only best at what she does. I mean, listen, it's, <laughs> this world is a very big place. She's not the only one. She's just the only one right now. Uh, that I don't think they they've seen you fully get into it, and that's another thing you you just spoke on is is how how much that the UFC use, uses you out, out, outside of of what you don't see in the cage, you know, with the media appearances and whatnot, and it goes to show that there is not just just Ronda, you know, people need to see beyond Ronda, and you know, eventually you uh you open your eyes to that. Now, me and you talked about something in the past. You're 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 on a podcast now, right? Is there any possibility of you being able to do your own type of show like that? I know it's something that that might might have been a possibility at one point in time. I'm wondering if it still is. Yeah, actually, yeah, I will be. Um, I'm actually partnering up with ESPN here in Cleveland to do a podcast. Um, that will be actually my show from now on out. Um, but it'll be on Monday mornings at nine o'clock, and it'll be my podcast. It'll be my my show, and it'll be talking about sports, fitness, MMA, and I'll be doing it with two other gentlemen um, from the area. One guy that literally knows minimal about MMA, but is so excited and has the best radio voice you'll ever hear in your entire life. And you're going to be like, Jessica, you're not lying. He has the legitimate best radio voice I've ever heard. <laughs> fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. But so there you go, people. outside the case, too. You know, like, I'm, I'm really excited, too. I, I'm actually going to be doing um, my first uh, – uh, my first movie here in Cincinnati. Um, it's actually going to be a. I can't say too much about it, but it's it's going to be a really cool movie. I'm doing a stunt double, and 
it'll be really cool because I get my fad card. So I'm, you know, I got, I'm always working on something. You know what I mean? Like I'm always making sure that I'm doing something to secure my future and, and to make money. I mean, I feel like I've done that for many years. I know what the what kind of fighter I am, and I mean, if 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 it's going to help make my career better, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's something that 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 I always think you do do is that you find ways to to continue to move forward, regardless if it's uh, in your fight career or you know something that that's going to help set you up uh, in the future to to continue to. Uh, to develop as a person, not just that as a as a MMA fighter. As a, in a perfect world, in an absolute perfect world, and this is this is, you know, my I got my new eight fight contract with the UFC, which is which is awesome. I haven't really talked much about it, but I've had it since since November. Um, my new contract, and um, you know, also the fact that I know I'm going to end up winning, winning all my fights, becoming a champion, retiring as a champion, and then starting making movies. I'm gonna do it the right way. I'm not gonna just hop out before I'm I'm a champion. Like I'm gonna be a champion, and that's the way that I'll retire my career is. And then I'll start making movies so I can make sure I have money when I'm not fighting. So I'm not a broke athlete one day. <laughs> that that but, is another thing. And now one of the things that I actually want to uh, go ahead. If you, okay. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. Steven. Yeah, I'll let you finish up on that. Okay, I was just going to say, you definitely have a, a good head on your shoulders there. You know, we spoke about last time when uh, I was with uh, Steven, we were talking on his show, Cage Side Submissions. You, you definitely, you, you changed your 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 diet. Uh, you know, you tooled, worked that down. You were, your training, you, you got that on point. And when you were down in Mexico, you had a, you know, superior performance. And it, it seems like, you know, you're, you're, you're becoming a triple threat, like you were saying, you're, 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 doing the podcast, you're doing the fighting, you're doing other entertainment things like movies. Plus, you also did that uh, last time whenever you were on my show, you and your, I believe it was you and your brother went to like some kind of food bank. You were helping out with the community and definitely appreciate things like that. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see that, you know, you're tr- like you said, you're trying to do it the right way and, um, you know, you have a plan and, and it kind of goes in with that, that hashtag I see you're putting out it's where it's hashtag the purpose. So can you, you explain about that a little bit and, and you know, how you feel that you really are on a mission and you will be the next champ and, you know, what, what the purpose means to you? So when I went on my way to Mexico, um, my, my one coach, Armand, was already there. My one training partner, RJ, was already there. So I took my, took my MacBook with me because I was traveling by myself and Marcus was coming the next day, same with all my friends and, you know, the rest of the crew was, we were just, you know, going the night before. I was like, you know, I'm going to download movies on the MacBook. So I have, it's going to be a long flight, you know, from there, then, you know, from there to, from Ohio to Texas and from Texas to, you know, Mexico. So I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get a movie. Well, I was going through myself and I seen the I Am Ali documentary and I was like, you know, I've never seen this one. I've seen all the Mike Tyson's, all the stand-up, all the storytellings on Same with Ali, and I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna watch this. So anyways, to, to fast forward it, I'm on my last fight, and I'm like, I've already watched the other Mike Tyson one that I always watch, and then I was like, I'm going to watch this Muhammad Ali one. And Muhammad Ali, in the movie, talks about purpose. He talks about everything in this world has a purpose, and there's a purpose for everything, and I feel like Ronda Rousey is the reason that women's MMA exists, but I'm the purpose that it will forever and forever be be somebody that, that truly showed that there was diversity and that there was more in the division than just one person. And 
I know that's what my purpose is, and I know that's why I've struggled so much in my, my career and in my life, and I believe I have a purpose in this world. And, and I know that it's, it's to be more than just a people's champ and more than just a, a nice and good fighter, but it's, it's to be the champion and become a champion and to live my life as a champion. So that's what my purpose is. Definitely, and I, I, I agree with everything you say there. And I'll, I'll let you go back, Steve. I'm sorry I cut you off on that one there. Apologize. I had nothing to apologize for. You know, it's fun listening to, to, to hear Jeff lay it all out for everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, uh, the hashtag is, I believe in Jessica, you know, so it, it, the purpose makes sense. And so you can go ahead now. I, I believe in Jessica for a long time. She knows that. And, you know, one of the other yeah. things that, that people don't know is, is just not only the, does she does what she has to do to become a great a great fighter, and in, in the and in, you know you were even just touching on it, Jeff, is what she gives back uh, outside of it too. You know, uh, I know something that she was discussing before. I wanted to see uh, where where she with that. You were talking about uh, supporting the youth uh, in, in the sport and and trying to have uh, kind of like. Uh, like your own uh, your own kids that that you support at growing up into the sport. Uh, how are you uh, with that? With uh, being able to uh, you know work with these uh, these these uh, young grapplers coming up. Well, you know, we have an amazing program, and it's a little years program, and then the, the youth program, and you know, kind of ask if your kids, and you know, I would do anything to help, and you know, it, it, to get them to the places that they need, so that their dreams can come true, and that they're they're not. They're not getting the chance to experience things. And even if it's not what they want to do forever, but they're at least getting to experience it. And I hope to be more involved than I am right now. My schedule's been really busy, so I haven't got a chance to, to spend as much time with some of the kids that I do at my gym and, and to be there with them. But, you know, I, I want to do anything I can for the youth. I know I know that I'm – I don't like to say the word role model, but I know I'm impressionable, and that's almost like being a role model. And I can't – I don't get to say I'm a role model. Other people get to say that to me. That's their decision to make me their role model. That's a decision on them. That's not that's not a hat that I put on. I'm just I'm just being me and I'm hoping that any impression that I leave on anybody is, is just a good one and I, I think about that consciously all the time about everything that I do publicly and everything I do privately. I think and, you mean yeah, I was going to say, I, you know, it's, I do consider Jess a, a role model. I, I just had a package to her last week, and I, one of the things I said in the letter is, you know, I thank her for, you know, she is a role model, you know, not just to women, but to men, you know. She's she's given me something to strive for, to try to attain to, and, and I've been, uh, you know, trying to lose some weight and get in better shape, and, and one of the people I look to is Jessica because she – you know, you're human, like you said. You know, you admit, you know, you might not be perfect, but and you may not, you know, feel that you can give yourself that title of role model. But I can say, you know, for me, you've been a role model and you've been someone that I definitely look up to and you are one of my favorite fighters because of who you are inside the cage and outside. Well, and, you know, like I said, that that I, I really think about and I consciously try to make good decisions and, I'm human. I'm gonna I'm gonna step on someone's toes every once in a while. I'm gonna smash a finger. I'm gonna hurt some feelings, but nothing's ever gonna be done out of purpose and it's and done in a mean, malicious way. And and I'll always admit fault when I'm wrong. And I will always think about the great minds and people that I I have that support me and and look to me that even when I'm having a bad day, like I've been having some bad days lately, and it's my own fault. And 
I look to you guys to help pull me out of it. And I'm so lucky that I'm I've created that life for myself. And it, I guess it, it really finally hit me when I when it goes to me that I've, it's come a long way for for people to to care about my feelings. And I'm I'm sure it goes that way because I care about I care about everyone else's feelings too. Cool. You were saying, Stephen? I mean, it's just one of the things. Like, you know, like she, she, she's very impressionable, and she doesn't even notice it. Like, you know, uh, I'm sure sometimes, you know, she, she uh, has to catch herself. You know, my, my daughter has me sending her videos sometimes, or you know, say something for her. It's just always, you know, uh, she's a, she's a handful when she, when she wants to talk to Jessica. I'll say that much. <laughs> I love it. I love it because, you know what I mean, I've done a better job about responding to all the positive people and the people that say great things, and I will. But I pay attention. I don't know if my fans really know that, but I pay attention. And I I look and I check things, and if you're positive, I respond. If you're negative, I just block you at this point. Like, I'm, I show no mercy to them at all. Yeah, yeah. Don't show no mercy to the haters. Don't show them any mercy. Don't give. Don't feed them anything. You know, you put the trolls where they belong, out of sight, out of mind. That's the truth. That's the truth. You can't give energy to something that doesn't exist. Exactly. <laughs> now, now, I just want to. You know, you do have some doubters out there that say, you know, you know, this, that, and the third. I, I think one of the things that a lot of people still think of you is they still think of you as that, that flyweight fighter, you know. I had a discussion with somebody when we were talking about it when everything came out yesterday. It was like, you know, oh, well, you know, she needs to get, you know, on her strength and conditioning program, and then, you know, maybe, maybe she'll be getting the title shot before never, the end of the year here. people have never seen me in person. I just don't have people that it's the same, the same a-hole. He's going to be like, oh, just size Dalton and two effects he's on Jew. Like, what? I someone said on one of the, on one of Dana's pictures that I read, I didn't, I asked that one, I kind of was like, you're a tool bag. But I obviously, I didn't. Um, but, like, I'm that in-between girl. I'll, I'm always going to be that in-between girl. I'm, I'm, I, I could probably the lowest I could get now ever again is 130 pounds. And that would be stretching it. But people don't realize, like, how big mm-hmm. I am when they see me in person, and I get that all the time. They're like, man, you're in really good shape. I ne- I didn't I didn't realize that. You know what I mean? Like, someone even asked me the other day, like, on, a couple of people on Twitter was like, hey, you going to go to 115? I would, I would die. I, I, there's, you know, <laughs> the, my, my team already, like, Marcus has already came out and said, he's like, you can't do that here. Like, we're not doing that with you. Like, and that's okay. Like, I don't need what people to know, like, I don't always post crazy things. I don't always do, you know, like, I'll, like, show everything I do in my strength condition. I might show you pieces of it, but believe me when I say, like, I'm very strong. And any fighter, and you ask anybody that's ever fought fought me, I, they'll tell you. I mean, Zola had 58 seconds, and, I mean, she couldn't. They've had other girls tell me the same thing. You know, like, it just frustrates me when people, like, focus so much on that because then I think about half the division, like, what about, like, Shayna Baszler and some of those guys that could have got down to 25? And Misha Tate talking crap all the time saying she could go to 25. Like, how dare you say that and then discredit me because I made those cuts all those years because I went to a division that existed. 35 didn't exist back then. 115 and 125 mm-hmm. were the only good divisions that had anything going on when I first started women's MMA. 35 wasn't anything until Gina came around and striked for it. And then it started to grow. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to go to Strike Force when I had my Ring of Combat fight. 
after that fight, after there, they offered, Strikeforce offered me a deal at 35, and I said I, I declined because Bellator had offered me something at 25, and it was a better opportunity. I would have made more money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I only continued to go to 25 because the money was there. Then when the money wasn't there anymore, I left and came to 35. And yeah, that, you got to do what, what's best for you, and that, that makes sense. And speaking, speaking of that, you're starting to talk about the, the Bantamweight division a little bit. Last time, whenever I was on Stephen's show, you, you had discussed about, like, the state of the UFC Bantamweight division. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, because as, as someone had mentioned to me on, on Facebook, it's pretty much the top five are people, the top five are people that Ronda's already beat. And so it's kind of like six through ten is where the uh, the action is going to be at. So, what are your thoughts on the division as a whole, um, and the people that are below you, thinking that they're more qualified to have a title shot than than you? Um, Listen, well. if they if they if, if they didn't believe in themselves and they didn't think of themselves as a champion or think that like, hey, you know what, I'm screw this man, I'm about to, I'm 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 champion status. Like I would have. I would expect if I was the number 20 girl, number 18, if I was even in the UFC, I would think that I was champion, right? Because I would think of myself that highly. You know, mm-hmm. I get it. I get okay. it. Do I think that they deserve it? No, I mean, no, obviously it's proven that. But, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not anybody to tell them that they can't think a certain way. I mean, anybody can think a certain way, but how it really is is another story. And I'm okay That's with it. True. I think the division is doing great. I think the division is doing great. I think it's developing good. I think right now it just works with Ronda being the top level. No one's gonna no one's ever gonna no one's ever gonna think when someone comes along and whoops her and they're gonna be like, Oh my god, like, oh my god, there's people out there that can do this. Like no one ever wants to think a superhero can get beat. Mm-hmm. No one ever wants to think that. No and everyone looks at her like she's a superhero, she's a superpower. But it does happen. It does and it will. I think uh, I think last weekend's a prime example of it too. You had two champions get get dethroned, and not a lot of people thought that that it was going to happen. Dos Santos has been beat by other fighters in, in in lighter divisions. You know what I mean? Like there's other people that can beat in in different situations. It's all about game planning, and that let me tell you something. Those two fights, those two champion fights, would not. They, yes, they were the better fighter that night because they showed a game plan and they freaking stuck to it. Stick to it and you never abandon it. I said from the beginning, Johanna was going to win if she worked her takedown defense, and she did. And she looked fantastic. And it's nothing against Carla, but she had a game plan that was executed perfectly. I mean, it was it was literally beautiful to watch. Carla is a champion. She's great. She's good. She deserves to be where she was at. But that is that is a prime example of a perfect game plan. Perfect. Yes, yes definitely. That's and, and that's what I, said. I mean. Stephen knows. I mean, a lot of people. I picked Jelana to win, and uh, a lot of people are saying I was crazy. But it's like I was saying, anything can happen when two people get in a cage with four ounce gloves. And and like you said, they had a game plan and they stuck to it. And and hopefully you, you're able to stick to your game plan when you're given that opportunity, as we all know that you will. Hopefully sooner. Then later, listening, Uncle Dana, give this girl a title shot sooner <laughs> than later, because I I, I believe it, that Jessica will show the world that you know. I mean, I love Rhonda. I, I, you know, uh, Stephen and I know I support Arbar Nation almost as much as I do. Say that I believe, 
And uh, but I believe that's the the best two fighters in the division. And you know, I'm just I'm looking forward to seeing that fight more than you know the you know Joe's been pushing saying that the only real fight out there for Ronda is Cyborg. And and I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. It's a little switching up. I know it's kind of you know like you said you like to stay away from the negativity. But there's been a battle of words between Cyborg, Ronda, and Ronda's mom. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And do you think that that they should be concentrating on Cyborg when she's not even in the UFC yet. Yet again, I mean, it, it's like it's like a bee. It's like a bee that's buzzing around you. Like at first, you'll let it go. You're gonna let it let it buzz around, and you're gonna leave it alone. But then eventually, you're gonna be like, this thing will not leave me alone. You're gonna hit at it. You're gonna swing at it. You're gonna you're gonna get it. You're gonna try to get it away from you. And you're gonna take jabs at it. You're gonna punch at it. You're gonna frustrate it. You're gonna try to ignore it again. And I feel like Cyborg is doing a great job of being a bee. And Rhonda is Rhonda and her both mother should respectfully decline on anything that is being said and just ignore her. Until she is relevant, until she is truly relevant. The only way she makes herself relevant is if they answer her. That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. is, is she at thirty five yet? She can keep talking about it. But is she there? And has she done it? And until then, like I it, it, it's your say. It's not happened. It's not gonna happen. Focus on what you can control right now. And right now, your control should be focused on training, making money, and protecting your image at all costs. I can totally agree with that. You've been mimicking what I've been saying. You know, it's like, hey, she hasn't made 135. She's not in the UFC. She, like, she, like you were saying, she's kind of like she's that wasp or that bee that's buzzing around. If you let her alone, she'll go away eventually. And I just wanted to hear your – I mean, I, I know you try to stay away from negativity, and I just figured – I just say it like this. When it, when it comes that. down to this whole thing, don't mess with anybody's mama. Me personally, yeah. <laughs> if it was me in, in the other situation, because you're attacking my mother, I'm making you wait as long as I possibly can yeah. because you're being exactly. such a – jackass at this point in time. There's still two ways to look at it, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you're smart enough, if you're smart enough to come on and, and make it hurt them, right? Like, you're, so you're going you're gonna to attack their family, right? If you're smart about it, you're going to ignore it and ignore the, the, the old bark and no bite. You know, like, I mean, what is Cyborg really going to get? Cyborg really going to go there and hurt on his mom? Is Cyborg really going to? Is she really going to really get the car, drive over, and do that? And if she does, then she really thinks she's going to be successful at it. So let's, let's talk again about what our reality is and what are just ways to to, see, to play mind games. You know what I mean? And you can't fall into mind games. Like, there's a, nobody is going to get in the car and go over and do that to anybody. You know what I mean? And if they do, there's going to be repercussions. And the same repercussions are going to hurt her sometimes they are than what would ever happen to Rhonda's mom. So, I mean, let's remember. It's just an alligator mouth. I told Rhonda, I actually told Rhonda that this past Saturday. We were talking about Becca. I said, she's just an alligator mouth. That's all she is. She's an alligator mouth. She likes to talk big. And I, I, I can agree with that, definitely. Um, I don't like you on anything. That's not even an insult, though. That's not even an insult because it's exactly what yeah. she's doing. She's doing exactly what Rhonda did to Misha. It's smart, it's intelligent, yeah. and it's big mouth. You can't hate on people Definitely. for doing it, but it doesn't mean that people are going to like you for it either. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just just because you you know it it, it does get results sometimes, but that doesn't mean it's always there. There is a right way, a wrong way, a good way, a smart way. You know, there's more than one way to get to the destination. 
And that's why I appreciate the way you're doing it. Like you said, you try to do it what you call the right way and a way that's going to make you, you know, you feel look right according to your purpose, you know, to, to everyone. When it's all said and done, you know, you're concerned about how you get there as much as where you got to. So uh, I was going to get to Stephen before we run out of time here. Uh, we're going to do a Jessica side card giveaway here. So uh, have you figured out how we're going to do that and what we're doing today? And then I'll let Jessica give her final thoughts and thank anybody that she wants to thank and mention any any uh, links or uh, information that she wants to give out there. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say is, you know, I just can't wait for what's next for Jessica. Uh, I mean, uh, at least in my opinion, you know, I think, uh, you know, by the way the timing works out, uh, just Jessica should have an interesting Christmas. <laughs> that's for and damn that sure. Uh, at least in my opinion. That's for damn sure. Seven, what is that, seven months away? A lot can happen in seven months. Might be five yeah, hey, right? End of the year event is always a good event. I mean, also you're talking about they were – they're looking at like what if if they do go ahead and run with this whole Kasim was saying that he thinks the only reason that they're running with uh, Ronda versus uh, Correa down in Brazil is because uh, the whole Anderson thing that they were potentially putting Anderson on that fight card and it's down in Brazil and then now Anderson may not be available so they're thinking hey Ronda can you save the fight card but even if that does happen that still gives uh, – there's time that you can end up facing whoever has the belt at the end of the year, and hopefully it would, will be a good Christmas. Christmas uh, is always is always my favorite holiday, so presents are always nice, no matter how they come. <laughs> right, well, I'm gonna, uh, can you give out your links there and thank anybody that you want to thank, your sponsors, your, your, uh, I your coaches? I want to thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. And, you know, obviously think, you know, Thank all my sponsors, Haas Auto Mall, Good Drink Bars. Um, you know, I'm working with some new people. The UFC is obviously doing a great job of getting me out there and promoting me. And AJ, AJ over at MMA Signatures is probably one of the most amazing guys that I've ever worked with. That is a real, you know, honest business fan. So everyone should follow MMA Signatures for, for our, all of my signed stuff and just some really cool stuff that he has about other fighters too. But, um, you know, thanks again for you guys having me. I love love my gym, love love Ohio, love all these guys for having my back. Okay, um, Stephen, you have any final thoughts? Any final questions for Jessica? I mean, we got about maybe uh, two to three minutes here before I uh, end the show here. So, anything from you there, Steve? Mom, Jess knows how I feel about her. You know, me and her, t- uh, you know, uh, catch up from time to time. You know, uh, when I when I get a chance to catch her when she slows down for approximately two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> people really don't underestimate the work that this girl puts in not even like you know when she goes home she she works her butt off but she also goes to other gyms other cities trains her butts off works with whoever she can to, to improve her game i've been saying it for you know well over a year now you know that jessica's one of the few people in the ufc bantamweight division who has the potential has the ability to knock off, you know, our undefeated champion in that division. You know, everyone's zero eventually becomes a one. You know, I just think stylistically it's a good matchup, Jessica and Ronda. Obviously, you know, you know, at least it's one of those things we know when this fight does come down, there won't be any uh, animosity towards each other with the fact that, you know, 
Jessica and Rhonda's met each other several times and never had any issues. I just, I'm really looking forward to what the future holds, not just as a martial artist, but as Jessica as a person. You know, at the end of the day, a lot of people only care about the sport in itself, but, you know, just one of those few people that I care about what happens, pays what goes on inside the cage. I appreciate yes, you guys. Yes, Thank you. Hey, like I said, we appreciate you. Like I said, I sent you that package last week, and I put in that little, you know, letter in there saying, hey, you're an inspiration to me. You're someone I look up to, you know, someone I consider a friend. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, we appreciate what you're doing, and we believe in you, and we believe in the purpose. And if you're out there, you can check her out um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Jessica Evil Eye. All one word on that. Definitely look her up. Check her out. Follow her. Um, she is, uh, like like Stephen and I said, we believe that she will be uh, the UFC Bantamweight champion. Uh, it's just a matter of when, not if. Um, and I definitely thank you for, uh, you know, joining us today. It's, it was one of those things. I, you know, it's like you could have taken your time, got up whenever you want. No, I got a message whenever you, you said that you had to bump it back. You're like, hey, I got. I was training. She was already training earlier this morning. You know, she got up bright and early. She was hitting it. She was grinding it out. She took time out of her schedule to, to come speak with us and definitely appreciate that. And it's that kind of work ethic. I do believe hard work pays off. And uh, hopefully we can bring you on sometime soon and announce you as the UFC champion, Jessica Hyde. Me too, me too. Thanks for All right, well, having you guys. stay away from... I was going to say, try to stay away from those avocados as you're training because we want you to be healthy and at 100% when you do get that call. So uh, I, I want to thank you. And, uh, Actually, real quick, before you go it. on that, Jessica, I thought I thought you said Casey does all the, all the making of the food. What happened with that? I, I tried to make the food, and I got cut. <laughs> I thought I said, didn't you learn anything from Rory McDonald? Stay away from the knives and the avocados. Let somebody else, if you're making guacamole or whatever. I do now. I do now. I don't touch the knife. (laughs) (laughs) Got got to be careful. Those hands are precious. Yes, they are. They're my gold. gold. All right, guys, I just pulled in half. I'm going to go eat. Thank you so much. You have a good one, Jeff. Thank you very much. We do appreciate that. We'll we'll let you get going and get back to what you're doing. Talk to you later. Thanks. Bye, guys. Thanks. All right, bye. All right, and any final thoughts there, Stephen, before uh, we uh, wrap up? Uh, None, dude. Just uh, my good buddy Brian blowing up my Twitter about Jessica, so uh, I'm sure you'll you'll, uh, (laughs) see that. Other than that, I haven't seen any new notifications uh, yet. I just think yeah, you, I was I mean, say, I, you do a, a, a random one or you just uh, ask a, ask a, a, a random answer that she I'll answered it, from our, our questions and, you know, maybe have someone tweet you. Well, I was going to say, I'll let, I'll let you be the one to decide that. You have a couple more followers than I do. And the way it's set up, I'm, I'm probably going to unsecure my Twitter, but right now the, the tweets are secured. So what that means is people can't, retweet what I'm doing. So I'm going to let that up to you. You you decide who gets it, how how you're going to do this, whether it's random pick, whether someone, you know, you can pick a trivia question. You do whatever. You let me know who's going to get it. And hopefully they arrive today. I mean, uh, I told you how I sent that out last week. I sent a package of, uh, it was like a dozen cards to Jessica, and they probably arrived on the day she left for uh, Texas. 
to go do that uh, South by Southwest uh, seminar with Dana and Rhonda. And then, of course, she was at USC 185. Uh, so she probably didn't get them till Monday. Hopefully they arrived today. Um, but, yeah, definitely. I'll let you figure out who, who gets it, how they get it. You let me know, and I will ship that out as soon as it – probably on Monday because I'm, that's – unless this weather gets up before then. But, definitely, you let me know. Who, who the lucky uh, winner of a Jessica signed card is, and we will get it out to them. All right. Well, uh, so I think uh, I think we should just uh, do a, a trivia, man. Like uh, uh, one of the one of the uh, uh, Jessica's answers to our questions. Just have them tell us what she said. Okay. That means like they have to. All right. So you heard it. That means they have to listen to to th- this episode in order to get the answer to yeah. the trivia question. All right, so what's going to happen is Stephen's going to post the trivia question on his Twitter and on Facebook or whatever, and I will copy and paste it onto mine. First person that responds to I'll I'll, I'll make it be Stephen's. Uh, that way Stephen can keep better track of that. Whoever Stephen tells me answers the question first, you can DM or message him your address, and we will get that signed card out to you. So uh, we're almost on the buffer here. We're probably going to get cut off, so I want to say, 